Hey there, conductors. If you've ever felt that you're not quite sure what to do next when you're studying a score, maybe you don't even know where to start with a difficult piece. Maybe you study one piece too much and then you realize at the first rehearsal that you don't know another one well enough. Or maybe you're a new conductor and you don't know what score study is. I'm excited to share that I'm finally publishing and sharing my score study checklist. I've been refining this for 12 years now, and I'm so excited to share it. It is going to walk you through my structure, my process to make sure that I learn every score that I need to learn well enough and so that nothing falls through the cracks. So it covers everything that you need to know. There's a link in the show notes. Go ahead and click it, sign up, and you'll get that score study checklist sent right to your email. You'll also get access to an eight-minute video of me explaining what each section is and how I use it to organize all the music that I need to learn. It's only eight minutes, so it's not going to take you a whole hour to learn how to study better, how to put up a process for your score study and how to make sure that nothing is falling through the cracks. So again, click the link in the show notes, and I hope to see you soon. Now, please enjoy this episode of Podium Time. Hi there, everybody. Jeremy here. And today I want to talk about the role that we serve in relation to our different constituents. So yesterday was May 4th. May the 4th be with you. And thinking about Star Wars, are you placing yourself in your life and in your work and in your music as Luke or as Obi-Wan. In the hero's journey framework, are you the hero or are you the guide for the people around you? And I want to talk about the three different constituencies that we have as conductors in our communities, in our orchestras, in the organization that we work with, in our students or in our audience. Each of us has three different groups of people that we should be serving as the guide for, that we should be serving as Obi-Wan, serving as Yoda, instead of being the main character of what we do. We want to have that active humility to make sure that we are supporting people because that is our job. Our job is to lead people and help them create great music and have incredible experiences. So first, the obvious one, I want to talk about the audience. How are you guiding the audience to having a great experience, to changing who they are by experiencing music, by having a great evening? You know, I like to think that we can have, we can give audiences a like transformative moving experience, like a big Mahler symphony or an adagio for strings. Or we can give them fun, excitement, relaxing. Something that doesn't fundamentally change who they are, but take, lets them take a step out of life to connect with friends, to connect with a good evening, to have a good time. But with either of these, whatever you're giving to your audience through the music that you program and through your performance is you're guiding them to become better on the other side in some way. You're guiding them through an experience. And if you guide them through an experience with low energy, and if you guide them through that experience by getting angry at the orchestra and shaking your head during the performance, you take them out of it and you are not guiding them as well as you could be. Now, we also have to guide the orchestra. For teachers, this is going to be a big part of your audience. 
for more professional level conductors. These are of course going to be the orchestra members. How are we guiding them? This is this is the this is what we talk about a lot on the podcast already. How we can guide the orchestras. Go listen to our episode with Tiffany Chang about how we can be better leaders to the people under us. But just like the energy that we bring and the passion that we bring to our live performances for the audience, this happens for the orchestra as well. Whatever energy you bring into that rehearsal, into that concert, you're either bringing people up to your level, or if you come in low energy, you are pulling people down to your level. So I encourage you to consider what you're bringing, and don't be the kind of conductor that comes in and pulls the orchestra down. Don't be the kind of conductor that lets the crap in your everyday life that stresses you out. Don't let that affect your work. Be a professional. If you're a teacher, that's super important because you are shaping these people, these students' lives, not just the day and not just the concert, but you are showing them how you show up every day and having that influence. And the third constituent that I want you to think about is the organization that you work for, or your larger mission. Your impact on the orchestra, your impact on the world, your impact on the community. What are you bringing to that? What energy are you bringing to that? How much good work are you bringing to that? How much motivation? How are you lifting people up? How are you setting your orchestra up for success in the future? How are you setting your community up? to be transformed by the orchestra? How are you building those connections and how are you guiding them into a better future? As conductors, we get so focused on us, us, us. We get so focused on this is what I want to conduct. This is what I want to conduct. This is what I want to conduct. We trick ourselves into thinking that what we want to do is also good for the community. But I challenge you to consider what's actually good for the community and then do that better. 